Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Use victims to sue is moving forward in Maryland. I'm Dan Ronan. A daycare owner speaks out from prison after shooting her husband, accused of abusing children in her care. I'm Melissa Howell. The Caps win big and Howard University goes dancing for the first time in 30 years. It is 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in New York. An agriculture community in Monterey County, California, is now flooded after a levee ruptured on a local river. Streets, cars, homes, and businesses and schools were submerged. CBS's Joy Benedict has more on the deluge still in that state. I'm calling it a white tornado. In Crestline, Don Turek looks at what's left of his home. Not much with the roof in the living room and in the kitchen. This thing came down in a seven-day period like never before. David Daniels lives around the corner, or at least he used to, before his roof also collapsed. First time in my life, I'm 60 years old and I'm homeless. But Central California bore the brunt of this storm. Clients of Silicon Valley Bank are asking the federal government to step in to help them recover their money after the bank was shut down. Correspondent James Inman is at the White House. On Friday, state regulators shut down the bank, transferring control of its assets to a new institution controlled by the FDIC. In a statement, the agency said customers would be able to access their funds no later than Monday morning. But it only insures deposits up to $250,000. The bank serves some major companies like Roku, Pinterest, Shopify, and Etsy, which warn sellers that some deposits may be delayed. There's been an arrest made in a 52-year-old cold case. A high school girl from Maryland was found strangled to death following her disappearance from a shopping mall. Police this week said they have solved the murder of Pamela Conyers. They used DNA technology and genetics research to identify her killer as Forrest Clyde Williams III, who died of natural causes in 2018. On the night of the 16-year-old's disappearance in 1970, she attended a high school pep rally and then drove to the mall. Her parents reported her missing when she didn't return from running errands. Four days later, her body was discovered in a wooded area not far from the family car she'd been driving. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. Ukraine insists its forces are fending off relentless Russian attacks in the besieged city of Bakhmut. Correspondent MTS Tayeb is in Ukraine. Svetlana Shebenenko sought refuge here after fleeing her home in Volgodar amid intense fighting and describes how she had to shelter in a cemetery from Russian shelling. It was like running from a sea of fire, she says. 
Buildings were collapsing all around us. A Ukrainian military spokesman says that more than 500 Russian troops were killed or wounded in a recent 24-hour period in Bakhmut. It's believed more than 200,000 Russian soldiers have been killed or wounded since the war began. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. It's 103, March 12, 2023, and it's 36 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour... New this morning, former Vice President Mike Pence has unleashed his harshest criticism yet of his former boss, former President Donald Trump, for Trump's role in the January 6th Capitol riot. In Pence's words, quote, President Trump was wrong. While speaking at last night's annual White Tie Gridiron Dinner where politicians and journalists gather here in D.C., Pence says Trump's words that they were reckless and endangered his family and everyone at the Capitol. In his words, Pence says, quote, I know history will hold Donald Trump accountable, unquote. The former vice president is expected to challenge Trump for the Republican presidential nomination in next year's election. DDOT has temporarily closed the westbound lanes of the Whitehurst Freeway after some drivers came upon pieces of concrete on the roadway Saturday. Looking east from Key Bridge toward the Kennedy Center and the Washington Monument, the freeway's typically busy westbound lanes could be seen empty of traffic. An emergency maintenance crew staging repair work on the freeway just before it enters beneath Key Bridge. DDOT says it was alerted to concrete debris in the roadway, so the crews would remove the debris and conduct inspections. In Georgetown, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A bill in the Virginia General Assembly requires proof of age to access pornographic websites. It's heading to Governor uh, Youngkin's desk for his signature. Virginia lawmakers passed a measure that would require porn sites to escalate age verification procedures for access to anyone over 18. Critics say it creates privacy issues and would not be effective. Under the bill, websites have to implement advanced verification methods, such as copies of government-issued IDs, biometric scans, or age verification software. The bill applies to websites that have content of at least 33.3% of pornographic material. Louisiana enacted a similar law January 1st. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. It's 106. In Annapolis, legislation that would allow older adults to sue if they were sexually assaulted as children has cleared a key hurdle. WTOP's Dan Ronan with more. A key panel of Maryland lawmakers has advanced a measure that would end the state statute of limitations for when civil lawsuits can be filed relating to child sexual abuse cases. The Senate's Judicial Proceedings Committee voted 10 to 1 in favor of the bill to send it to the state Senate. The vote is significant because the measure passed the state's House of Delegates in recent years only to stall in the state Senate. Currently, people in Maryland who say they were sexually abused as children can't sue after reaching age 38. The governor, Wes Moore, and Attorney General Anthony Brown say they support the measure. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. She is the daycare owner sentenced for shooting her husband after she says he sexually abused children in her care. She's telling her side of the story. 
Shantiri Weems is serving a four-year sentence for shooting her husband after she says he molested children in her care. She sat down with WSA 9 and shared the moment a mother of one of the kids told her about the abuse. I saw the pain in her face and I knew that she was not lying. She finally said it was my husband. Her husband is facing 33 counts of rape and child sex crimes. Shantiri has since filed for divorce. I I felt like the, the blood had just drained out of my body because, again... This is my husband. I just, I trusted him fully. He was supposed to help me protect these children. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. In less than an hour, we're going to spring forward an hour for daylight saving time. But some in Congress want to lock the clock and get rid of the practice. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more from Capitol Hill. Florida Senator Marco Rubio has been a longtime critic of pushing our clocks ahead in the spring and back an hour in the fall. Switching in and out of daylight savings time is outdated, and it's only a source of annoyance and confusion. Frankly, it's just dumb. There's just no other way to say it. Rubio surprised many in Congress by using a legislative maneuver last year to get the Senate to pass his bill to end daylight saving time. But it languished in the House, and while he introduced the legislation again this year with bipartisan support, it doesn't have enough backing to pass. So make sure your clocks are moved ahead an hour on Sunday morning. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week, beginning the week of March 13th, we'll feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com search player to apply today. Sponsored by Main Street Bank. Coming up after traffic weather, one company's efforts to develop a peanut allergy pill has yielded, well, peanuts. It is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hey, thanks, Rich. I appreciate that. So far, it looks like there is an accident seen on 395, though it was quickly moved over to the far right shoulder. As of now, it won't block your way almost at all. Looks like they're over on the Gore area, so you should be just fine. Headed northbound on 395 towards the 14th Street Bridge. Beltway traffic looks pretty good. Northbound GW Parkway up to speed. Westbound Whitehurst Freeway still shut down. Likely to be closed for the remainder of the early morning hours here. We'll keep you posted and see exactly when that does reopen, of course. So far, if you're headed on the Beltway, Beltway traffic looks good in Maryland and in Virginia. Southbound I-97, watch out for this. Crane Highway looks to be closed. Both lanes are shut down just south of 32. Proceed with caution there. Follow any police direction. Thanks to the listener, we know there's an accident scene on the northbound side of I-270. Soon after the exit for 80, Urbana there. Sounds like the right side of the roadway is blocked with that crash activity. Sounds like there's a handful of fire trucks on the scene as well. Do proceed with caution as you make your approach towards 85. So far, so good on the southbound side of I-270. Not seeing any delays there as you make your way all the way down towards the Capitol Beltway. So far, if you're headed northbound on I-95, things are quiet as well. No issues on the BW Parkway to report as of this very moment. 50, as you make your way from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge, no issues. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist uh, Amelia Draper. High temperature today around 46 degrees. That's about 10 degrees below normal. And it's cold out there right now with temperatures in the 20s and 30s. Mostly cloudy skies for your Sunday with some showers arriving during the afternoon hours and continuing on into the evening and overnight hours. And more scattered showers on Monday, mainly early. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now it's a chilly 30 in Gaithersburg. It's 38 in Arlington, and it's partly cloudy and 36 outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here is Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. More electric vehicles are taking to U.S. roads every day. Still, many Americans remain reluctant to take the EV plunge. Bloomberg reporter Shree Taylor says Hertz is bringing 5,200 rental EVs to Denver so people can try before they buy. They can also just see if they like riding EVs and learn how to charge them and just learn how they work before they actually have to take the plunge and buy it. The project also includes installation of more EV chargers in cooperation with the city. The goal is to get a whole network of EV chargers and thereby EVs going throughout the city. To help city officials decide where more public chargers are needed most. Denver also hopes that this could help reach its goal of an 80% reduction in emissions by 2050. The program also includes an effort to develop a pipeline of people qualified to work on EVs by providing tools, training, and summer jobs. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, Southwest Airlines is trying to make the boarding process easier. Finally, Wall Street Journal travel columnist Don Gilbertson explains what that means next. And first time in 31 years, Howard men's basketball has gone to the big dance. I'm Frank Hanrahan. It is 112. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma not at birth with macular degeneration you lose your central vision you have a blind spot right in the center of your face so i can't actually see your face so even that little circle in which i could see became a big blur i was 65 when i first was diagnosed with glaucoma there were no symptoms i had no headaches three million americans have glaucoma and have don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. At Kaiser Permanente, we know that wellness means more than physical health. And as a business leader, you have an enormous amount of influence on the overall well-being of your employees. Happy and cohesive teams increase employee engagement and improve the work experience for everyone. As a result, businesses have lower employee turnover and decreased costs related to recruitment and absenteeism. Learn more about how you can support the total health of your employees at kp.org slash leadboldly slash WTOP. Gain a global perspective as you study alongside business professionals from around the world with an MBA from University of Maryland Global Campus. Showcase the value of your MBA with a comprehensive learner record and digitally demonstrate in-demand skills to employers. Plus, receive lifetime career services at no additional cost. Classes start April 12th. Online and hybrid courses available. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV.
You're listening to WTOP News. Where it is 115. Good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. If you fly Southwest, you know about the airline's unique boarding process with no assigned seats. The boarding process can be long and frustrating, but now Southwest is trying to change all that. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks about it with Wall Street Journal travel columnist Don Gilbertson. In Atlanta, they're experimenting at four gates with a way to speed things up so that planes spend less time on the ground between flights. Anybody who's followed Southwest for a long time, you know, they've been around now for 50 years. They used to be famous for what was called the 10-minute turn. And back then, it was a matter of survival. They had to keep the planes in the air to stay in business. And now it's also a matter of money, but now it's just a matter of efficiency. They're trying to shave five minutes off. And that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but they've got nearly 800 planes. So those minutes add up. It's not a pleasant experience to have somebody saying, okay, Dimitri, okay, Dawn, hurry up and get in that seat. So what, they're playing music and trying to make it almost a fun experience to get to your seat as quickly as possible? Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit more in depth than that. Southwest in general tries to have fun with their customers. One of the things that they're doing in Atlanta that could have the most immediate impact, you know, Southwest, as you mentioned, has a pretty quirky boarding system. They do not assign seats. It's first come, first serve, once you get on the plane. And so people that have never flown Southwest before, I mean, this is just a foreign concept. Southwest issues a boarding pass and it says your boarding position. And people who've never flown the airline look at their boarding pass and then they go up and down the aisle like, where in the heck is my seat? And so what Southwest is doing in the jet bridge is they're trying to educate people about the Southwest way so that that just kind of lessens the confusion once they get on the plane. I mean, it might sound kind of gimmicky. You know, that tense time we're all lined up in a jet bridge. It doesn't matter what airline it's on, but Southwest has the added element of anxiety for first-time travelers. So they are playing music, and they have four different soundtracks. One of them's disco, one a kid's playlist, R&B. And what their research showed is that music with higher beats per minute, people tend to move faster. I know that you've been writing and, and following the fact that this spring and summer is supposed to be incredible in terms of people finally getting back into the air in even larger numbers than we've seen. Would you say that Southwest has suffered no significant hit, even though that holiday mess was so bad? They haven't released any more financial results since late January. So we don't really have any evidence at this point of any hit to bookings. There was an initial hit to bookings, but by most accounts, what we hear from all airlines is that demand is still off the charts. And as anybody who has tried to price an airline ticket, recently knows that means high ticket prices. It's pretty cuckoo out there. I probably get a text a day from people asking, should I buy now? What should I do? That was Wall Street Journal travel columnist Don Gilbertson with our own Dimitri Sotis. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Former Vice President Mike Pence delivers his harshest criticism yet of former President Donald Trump. We'll tell you what he said. It's the banking industry's biggest failure in 15 years. Federal regulators have padlocked Silicon Valley Bank. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead, where it is now 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much, Rich. If you're headed southbound on I-97, watch out for this. Crane Highway is currently shut down. Southbound Crane Highway is closed right at 32. It's for a serious accident. Seeing only two vehicles involved, but emergency crews are on scene. 
It sounds like traffic headed southbound from 97 is being detoured onto westbound 32. So uh, that tells me that southbound I-97 is also shut down. All traffic on southbound 97 is forced to head westbound on Route 32. Do follow police direction in that area. Might want to plan ahead for this one. If you're headed on the eastbound side of 50, no worries. Headed towards the Bay Bridge. They've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span right now. Westbound span is closed. Northbound side of I-270. Thanks to the listener, we know that the accident scene is right after Urbana, the exit for Urbana. They're blocking the right-hand side of the roadway. Sounds like a handful of emergency crews are on scene, including some fire trucks. Might be a vehicle fire there. So stay to the left-hand side to continue northbound towards 85. Southbound, 270. Looks good all the way to the Beltway. Beltway traffic looks great. Westbound side of the Whitehurst Freeway still shut down. Expected to be closed until the early morning hours. Also in D.C. and northwest, looks like 33rd Street. Dealing with a crash right by M Street. Follow police direction in that area. Still relatively crowded on New York Avenue near Bladensburg Road. No crashes reported at this time. 395 looks good towards the Beltway. No issues in Virginia on the Beltway. So far, 66 looks great from Manassas. Headed eastbound through Fairfax and approaching the Beltway. I-95 all the way down towards Fredericksburg. Completely up to speed so far this early, early morning drive. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. A cold start on the Sunday with temperatures in the 20s and 30s and some clearing in the clouds throughout the day today. Mostly cloudy skies. It's another cold day with highs in the low to mid 40s and rain moves in during the afternoon hours from west to east and continues on your Sunday night. And throughout the day on Monday, the most rain on Monday falls during the early morning hours. It's another chilly day out there on Monday with temperatures in the 40s once again. Tuesday is all about strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour and with highs in the 40s. Wind chills are in the 20s and 30s throughout the day. Blustery again on Wednesday with highs around 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now it's 38 at the wharf in D.C. It's 38 at National Harbor and it's 35 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a new screening standard from the FDA for a common disease could save the lives of thousands of women. It is 121. I'm dealing with stats all the time. This is Dave Johnson, but forget points and rebounds for now. Window Nation has the stats you need to know. Energy costs in D.C. are up 25% compared to last year, and 43% of your utility bill is heating costs. Well, Window Nation has a winning game plan. How about two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay zero down, make zero payments, and get 0% financing for 24 months? You heard that right. That's two years, pay nothing. Call 866-90-NATION or go online to windownation.com and tell them Dave Johnson's I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light and the Ad Council. It's 122. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? 
or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat. Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 123. A community in mourning remembers a long-serving first responder husband and friend. Deputy Chief Brian Horisic, a longtime member of the Alexandria Fire Department, was memorialized Saturday. And led a life that department chaplain, Nate Krause, says can't be forgotten. Brian was there in our homes and in our hospital rooms during major surgeries, unexpected medical emergencies, family crises, and when we lost those we loved. He would cry with us, and he would comfort us in those moments of pain. Horisic retired last month, earning commendations from the state legislature for his more than 25 years of service. He died from cancer in late February. The FDA has new breast cancer screening standards that could save the lives of thousands of women. The new rules say mammogram providers have to notify women if they have dense breast tissue. They would then recommend those women consult their doctors about additional testing. The push behind the FDA's latest order is to help more women detect breast cancer early on. Mammogram providers will be required to implement the new standards within 18 months. It's 124. A new study finds long-term evidence that monitoring localized prostate cancer can be a safe alternative to immediate surgery or radiation. The results were published today in the New England Journal of, I should say Saturday in the New England Journal of Medicine. They are encouraging for men who want to avoid treatment-related sexual and incontinence problems. Researchers followed more than 1,600 British men. They were randomly assigned to get surgery, radiation, or active monitoring. Prostate cancer survival for all three groups was high, 97%, regardless of treatment approach. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And at 125, here's Frank Hanrahan. Goals were plenty for the Capitals as they beat the Islanders in New York 5-1. to Nikki Backstrom, TJ Oshie, Dylan Strom, Anthony Mantha, Nick Dowd, goals for the Capitals. At Audi Field, D.C. United and Orlando played to a 1-1 tie in MLS. College basketball ACC championship goes to Duke yet again as the Blue Devils take care of Virginia. Howard Bison knocking off Norfolk State 65-64 to win the MEAC. Automatic bid to the uh, NCAA tournament. First trip to the Big Dance for Howard since 1992. We'll find out who they play on so election Sunday. Maryland will also gather around the TV to see who the Terps will face off as an at-large. A-10 VCU advances to the final. Taking care of St. Louis, Texas Southern becomes a third 20-loss team to ever make the men's NCAA tournament by winning the SWAC. NFL preparing for free agency and the possible addition of quarterback Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets have created about $15 million in salary cap room by restructuring three veteran contracts. I'm Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather, we are less than 40 minutes away from daylight saving time and a former vice president harshly criticizes his former boss. It is 126. 
diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, all obesity-related diseases. Help us fight the obesity epidemic. Bring your family and friends to the Sisters for Fitness 5K Run Walk. Saturday, May 6th from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Allen Pond Park in Bowie, Maryland. Let's get moving to greater health. To find out more, go to sistersforfitness.com. That's sistersforfitness.com. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Every